0: DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 the zone. David Nelson, Ute fan. He's got the line of the morning, PK. David Nelson? As a Utah fan, I'm fine with BYU Silly. We're the Pac 12 South champs. It's not like they're going to tout being winless in the conference they're going into. What does that mean? Oh, they went 0 1 against Baylor.
1: So 0 oh, 1 okay. against gotcha, the Big gotcha, 12.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha,
1: gotcha. Yeah, but that's only 0 1. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's a good line out of David. But it, but the point being, if they beat Baylor, they were not going to count themselves as the Big 12 champs. It was only no, they weren't, game.
0: but they would have taken a lot of uh, encouragement. Now you can do your accent. Form of encouragement. Of, encouragement. <laughs> from, uh, from beating one of the top two teams, and Baylor's in the conference title game. Yeah, we beat a team that's in the conference right, title but game.
1: Right, but if we're you had it. to have one loss... BYU fans. They're glad it wasn't and, against uh a, yes. a Pac twelve team. And I can give you six teams to choose from which one you're choosing. You're choosing Baylor.
0: DJ and PK, it's ninety seven five, twelve eighty the zone. It's time to bring in Riley Jensen, our college football insider. He joins us on the Smart Rain Guest Line. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain has an incredible Black Friday offer running for the entire month of November. Smart is giving free controllers along with free Apple iPad to commercial properties who sign up with a paid cellular hosting subscription. Please visit SmartRain.net or call 877-346-3333. Riley, good morning. What's up, dudes? College football championship games, and we got two teams playing in them. Utes and the Ducks Friday night in Vegas, your Aggies, and the Aztecs Saturday afternoon in Carson. I'm curious, which game... You know we're going to ask you to pick winners in both of them. Which game do you have more confidence in your pick? Where are you looking thinking, I really know what's going to go down in this game?
2: Ooh, that's a, that's a really good question. I, so if, if, It's
0: very if long, just, too. Just
2: trusting... My... <laughs> trusting my gut or knowing exactly what i'm going to see i feel like i I feel like i can predict the utah game a little bit easier than i can the utah state san diego state game Mm. um there's just there's there's a couple of just unknowns with utah state depending on like you know how they play how they Mm. throw the ball against this defense and some of those sort of things but i feel like I feel like the Oregon-Utah game will not be a blowout like it was the first time. It's going to be a very close game, and it's going to come down to the discipline in the special teams and in the run game, which I I still think that favors the Utes, but I think it'll be a much closer uh, opportunity this this Friday.
1: Man, I disagree completely,
0: Riley. That's okay. Go ahead. Which I'm prone to do. I, I, right. I don't, you're, right? you're going to cite Blake Anderson interviews with us every week. He's told us what the weakness of his team is. Yeah, I think was... Santa State's going to roll, <laughs> and
1: I'm not sure what's going to happen with Oregon because I agree with you in that I'm sh- I would be shocked if it is such a one sided domination either way. Uh, I mean, I was because I was shocked that it was such a one sided domination two weeks ago in Rice Eccles. So I don't predict that, but Oregon is a wild card to me. How do you beat Ohio State and lose to Stanford and then get destroyed and embarrassed by Utah? They're all over the map. Where I have to think that San Diego State has been really good all season.
2: Okay. So, look... Here's the thing. First of all, now I just gotta get this off my chest. Go ahead. Either either Blake Anderson is the best coach in the history of the Mountain West Conference because he only had four players named a first and second team. Or Utah State got jipped on how many players should have been actually like you know, in the all conference conversation. And I think the hard part about this game, when when you're thinking about Utah State, is I think we're all thinking about them at the first of the year.
1: I'm thinking about and them against with Wyoming,
2: <laughs> with the exception of um, the Wyoming game, which I can't. Okay. I almost a bit like Oregon. They're a little bit of they're a little bit of a wild card, right? And so if they play well, and if they if they in every game this year. They have played very good football, and it's time for us to stop looking at them as like this little team with a nice little program up there because they're in this championship game for a reason. They're in this game for a reason, and they're not going to get rolled on Saturday. I totally
1: disagree with that. Well,
2: I totally disagree.
1: Utah is in the championship game for a reason, and San Diego State dominated them at the line of scrimmage.
2: I can't get past that. That was early in the year, though. That was early in the year. That was without the quarterback in the second half of the game. When they had their quarterback, when Cam Rising came in, it was a much different story. And Utah was 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 still trying to figure out who they were at the first of the season. And I think, you know, if it was the first of the season, I would totally agree with you on San Diego State and Utah State. But my goodness, like, like, when are we going to start looking at at this team as a really good team? We all thought that Matt Wells had really good teams. They never won the Mountain West Mountain Division. They've never be, no. uh, well, actually he won, they won once. it one time. They won it one time, right? And 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 so you're you start talking about this team. What Blake Anderson has done has been absolutely unreal. Sure, They're, it has. To have a game plan for this game, and I don't think I don't think that San Diego State is. That dominant. I know they're eleven and one. I know they're ranked in the top twenty-five. I know all those things. I don't think this is going to be a blowout.
1: I'm not saying I it's going to be a blow. Well, I mean, maybe I did. I said rolled. So you I didn't gotta, say they Okay,
2: were okay roll. I take it back. I take it back.
1: I take it back. You said they were going to roll. <laughs> Come on, you got me fired up. You can't say I'm going to roll and then say, "Well, I didn't say they were." Gonna I roll. backed off, off of that. <laughs> I'm not perfect. Back down. There's only two people on the face of the earth who are perfect John Stockton, and we know the other guy. So come on. (laughs) I backed off of that, all right? John
2: Stockton. Ask my brother about
1: that. (laughs) But come come on. Well, Utah needed time to develop, and Utah State needed time to develop, but San Diego State was a finished product by the second game. I agree.
2: <laughs> Maybe they're tired of being good. Maybe they're tired of being good. Come Maybe on, tired of being Utah good. State
1: won the division because they didn't have to play San Diego State in the regular season, okay. and, and Boise did. Come so on, that happened. Yeah, so that happened. But I, that's you taking know? nothing away. Blake Anderson, I thought he got jipped on You're the coach of the year. To take it away. No, You're I'm not.
2: Trying to take it away. No, I'm not. He did. He, he, he totally, I, I mean, he must be the best coach ever. San Diego State has seven guys on the first team, and Utah State has four guys on first and second team. Give me a freaking break. What's going on with the Mountain West Conference? You know there's something going on there. They've never really accepted them. It's just like living in the state of Utah, being in the Mountain West Conference. They treat us like this nice little kid. They try and pat us on the forehead, and I'm freaking tired of it. I'm freaking tired of it. They're playing good football, and stop acting like like this isn't a good team. This is going to get rolled by Suck Dog State. I'm pissed <laughs> off right now.
0: That was unnecessarily personal. But thank you for not bringing up Cal Poly S.O.L. <laughs> I mean, seriously.
2: I mean, seriously. Like, are we just going to pat us on the head every time? You know, last time I checked, we strap it up and we play good football and we throw the ball around and nobody stopped Tompkins yet. Nobody stopped him, and I got a freaking 6-foot, 230 quarterback throwing for 3,200 yards and 32 touchdowns, and he can't get all conference? Give me a freaking break. He's a a (laughs) first-team (laughs) all-whacker. So here's here's the deal. Yeah, you got me fired up, and I'm not trying to be personal, DJ, but come on, man. too late. It's too late.
0: It's very right, personal. It's very personal. Own it. Run, so Own it run. the way PK owned My the My work here is comment. done. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. Your coach, the underrated and underappreciated Blake Anderson, comes on our show every week and at least three times, possibly four or five said, if we can get people in space, we can do some things. But, paraphrasing, they do get pushed around. They're not big enough. Sometimes teams are just too physical for them. San Diego State has zero imagination on offense. They're going to hand off, then they're going to hand off, then they're going to hand off again. They're going, run, they're going to run, they're going to run, they're going to run, they're going to run some more. They're looking to push you around and bully you and impose their will upon you. And occasionally, right. just to mix it up, to and remind people that don't? the forward pass is legal, yes. they will throw the ball, and then they'll go back to running it. So Blake yeah. Anderson is worried about well,
2: like that. playing Air Force. It's like playing a Air little, Force. Uh, a little, actually a
0: little bit. Actually a little bit. And So get the, ahead of them. They the got game, ahead of Air Force. They outscored Air Force. They played really well against a team like that. Boise State was up by 13 and gave up 24 and answered and lost. So even that might not work. But Fresno State beat the Aztecs by throwing for over 300 yards. You can throw the ball on the Aztecs, and perhaps the Aggie passing attack can match what San Diego State's going to do in the run game. But it's hard to believe San Diego State isn't going to run the ball.
2: No, I, 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 listen, I didn't, say, I didn't say that San Diego State wasn't going to win, but I, I really think Utah State will stand toe-to-toe with these guys. It's going to be a close game, and it'll be one of those games where, at the end, either San Diego State scores a touchdown to go up 14, or Utah State comes through with, like, a three-point win on a last-second drive and wins this thing, but it's not going to be nearly – I mean, they're not going to get rolled this is, this team is good. They're not in this game because they're terrible. And you've let Blake Anderson week in and week out give you the biggest, biggest Lou Holtz impression like we're not very good at this and we don't do that. And meanwhile, they're 9 and 3. They're 9 and 3. What are like they? Every single team is better than them, right?
0: <laughs> no. We never said that. Yeah, nobody got, nobody believes New Mexico time. and New Mexico state well, and South Dakota State are better than Utah State. Vegas. stop at that. And Vegas. Thank you. There were some gimmies built into that schedule. Now, as far
2: as the yeah, Utes, the, the, as far at the as the, the Utes. Of the season, at the beginning of the season, you wouldn't have said that to me. You wouldn't have said that.
1: No, nah, okay, fine. I'll give you that.
2: The, so a wait a minute.
0: At the beginning of the season, I wouldn't have said Utah State is better than New Mexico State? I would, too, have said that. Okay, okay, so you went New Mexico to State, won, and South State. UNLV. You wouldn't have said New Mexico. Okay, yeah, fine. You wouldn't have said but New you, Mexico. Or why UNLV? not? I called one game last you, year. They won one game. They pushed you, New Mexico all over you, the field. New Mexico's terrible. You, you wouldn't have said they would Listen, have won the division. Not, absolutely not. Absolutely not. not, just, not I thought just six you. wins would have been a great year. I would have signed off not on six and it. You, taken. it. True.
2: Not just you, but all of us thought like four wins would be about what we thought. Three wins would be like about what we thought. Yeah, you're like, now five you're or six. This a good team. So no, five or six, you just said, would have been a good year. I'm talking about what we thought they would be compared yeah. to what they are now. They're I, much listen, better. are yeah, much give better. Credit. Yeah. They're a good team, and they're yeah. going to play well this weekend.
0: Okay. I'm still going to The point <laughs> you brought up about the Utes I think is worth underlining here, that at the start of the year, that defensive line, which Kyle said, hey, they had an injury to an experienced guy. Actually, maybe they had more than one. I can't remember. But the point is he had to play young guys who weren't ready for the level of physicality. And they got pushed around by BYU, and they did get pushed around by San Diego State, and the offensive line was still blowing assignments and letting guys run untouched and unimpeded into the backfield. But that was then. This is now. Is there any reason to think that the Oregon offensive line and defensive line are going to be much better than they were against the Ude, O-Line, and D-Line two weeks ago? Not to the point that you're giving up, you know, punt, punt returns and big plays and, you know, it's going to be over at halftime. Nobody's saying that. But if the Ute offensive line is better and the defensive line is better, at some point they will take control of the game and they will win it. So is there any reason to think the Utes are going to lose at the line of scrimmage on either side of the ball?
2: I don't think so. I don't, I don't think enough changes in two weeks. And I don't think – I don't think – I think that game two weeks ago sent a real message to Oregon – that's going to make them feel like they have to play perfect to beat the Utes. And that's, that. you know, the, the closer you come to thinking that you have to play perfectly, the, the the more it evades you, right? And so I think this team, I think that that did some psychological damage to Oregon. I think the game will be closer because I think they'll play better. I don't think they'll give up a special teams touchdown. I don't think they'll do some of those things, right? So it'll be a little closer. But I do think that the Utes wear them down at the line of scrimmage and look, this is the time of year where we have to where you have to consider those things and that's why your argument about San Diego State is as much as I was emotional about my Aggies it's very well taken that when you can win the line of scrimmage when it comes to like conference championships when you can win the conference when when it comes to like playoff type football or bowl game type football i mean those teams generally win and you know and 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 i just don't see what Oregon can do in two weeks to really change that. I mean, they can scheme some things. They can try some different things, but Morgan Scalley is a very, very good defensive coordinator. He's going to have a couple of wrinkles for them that they're going to have to adjust to. And I just think offensively, the Utes are just, they're, they're really hard to stop with that run game and then with Cam Rising. I think the most impressive thing about Cam Rising to me is this, this ability to just take what the defense gives him and not try to be something that he's not. Now, he is a lot of things. He's a quarterback that can throw. He's a quarterback that can run. But oftentimes when you have a quarterback that can run, he gets confused sometimes because he's trying to prove that he can run or he's trying to prove that he can pass. But he doesn't have that sort of an ego where he's like, well, i got to show people I can run or i got to show people that I can throw. He just says, oh, okay, there's no pressure here. I'm going to throw the ball downfield. Okay, there's a little bit of pressure here. I didn't get to my second read. I'm going to go ahead and beat you with my feet. And because of that natural flow, that organic quarterback play from him, I think he becomes tremendously difficult to stop. And I just don't see how Oregon's going to be able to stop him from moving the ball because he really just takes what the defense gives him. And you have to give up either the run or the pass with Cam Rising, and he'll take what, what 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 you're giving him. And I, I just love the way he plays. I, I it's like, you know, I, I, I think it was DJ all year you've been saying that he has swagger, right? <laughs> As PK. <PJ. laughs> but good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was DJ all year has been saying that he has swagger and so anyway, somebody one of you guys called it early in the year. He does. He has some swagger. And it's and it's uh it's a non-ego swagger. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm just out here to play football, and I'm, I don't have to prove to you that I have a big arm. I don't have to prove to you that I can run. I'm just going to throw it where you aren't, and I'm going to I'm gonna run where you aren't, and I'm going to win ball games for the University of Utah. And I, I really like the way he plays quarterback.
1: Well said. I just view him as a playmaker. And whatever the play requires, seems like he's going to do it. Are you, and he, are you
2: copying what, what DJ said all year? Is it, uh, I don't understand uh, was it you or was it DJ that
1: said this? I think you're piling on the San Diego State guy right now. And I don't mind it. <laughs>
0: but you still have identified what's going on.
1: Yes. I, I I bought it for a second, I gotta admit. But then when he went on, I realized what he was doing and it was rather expert that he was doing. The guy's got a future in radio, that's for sure. And and a past, as it turns out. Yeah, a very good past. <laughs> Yeah, he left on top. Uh, so yeah, I, I I agree with you. I, I do think the Utes are going to win, but I yep. can't figure out Oregon. I've been able to figure out the Utes. I didn't. I couldn't figure out why in the world they didn't go with Rising. In the beginning, and I said it way before uh, he actually got the job, uh, and I got one right. Good for me. So, uh,
0: so why can't you figure out Oregon?
1: Because they're all over the map. How do you lose to Stanford? Now I realize that you know it was a close game, and and your coordinator wasn't there. Uh, but the, come on, Stanford but, is atrocious. It's the,
0: it's the king. But this conference is the king of the one offs. Why did the Utes lose to Oregon State? Why did the Ducks lose to Stanford? Because there's one. Unpredictable and, but I can't. Game every fig- year.
1: But I can't. Doesn't mean I can figure it out. <sighs>
0: Okay, but the but the Ohio and beat State game Ohio State? because you because you can run the ball and you are a physical team, but and you that's couldn't run Ohio it against State's State's the Utah problem.
1: And then Oregon State, or Utah ran it big time against Oregon. Oregon State runs the ball really well, but Oregon State couldn't run it against Oregon last week. So they're all over the place for me. I can't get a handle on them. I don't think they're
0: going to win, but I think we all think that it's going to be a much closer game. It almost has to be. There's so few games that are over at halftime. And that was one of the games that was over at halftime. Just like it was uh, maybe uh, not as much when they played in the title game a
1: couple years ago. Uh, The the bottom line is I don't believe in Oregon's offense, so I'm going with Utah. Can
2: we just... Like, listen, I love this argument, and I think this is great, but can we just take a minute to, like, think about how cool it would be if the University of Utah is playing in the Rose Bowl? If you, on Saturday morning, if you're a Utah fan and you wake up and you're trying to make plans for the Rose Bowl, what a great feeling and what a
1: great, what a great yeah, accomplishment. Yeah, well, for- if you're a Ute fan and you wake up and they win, the first thing you're going to do is look for some medication. <laughs>
0: It's Vegas. If they win, there'll be some Ute fans barely going to bed when the sun goes comes up. It's twenty four hour town built for a twenty four hour celebration. Oh, I'm going to go nuts maybe just, again.
2: Maybe they'll just stay up all night and then yeah. buy their tickets.
0: The amount of ginger ale that
1: I'm going to inhale. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just think it's kind of a cool thing. I think it's a cool thing for the state of Utah. I mean, look, that will make. What, three of the four major bowls in 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 in, in you know in Utah's career? So they you got the Fiesta Bowl, you got the Sugar Bowl, if they go to the Rose Bowl. What do we have? Just the Orange Bowl and a playoff that's left? I mean they're they're knocking down pins. Yeah. They're knocking down pins.
0: One by one. So, Riley I has the, as always I we cool appreciate
2: picks. it. Thanks, man. I'll uh, talk to you guys soon.
0: All right. There's Riley Jensen. Bring in the passion. When we come back, Kyle Whittingham, Utah football coach, he's coming up. Dylan Cauley, former BYU receiver at nine, but Kyle Whittingham is coming up next. Join Unrivaled with Alex Curry and Scott Mitchell Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Hot Tub Factory Outlet Holiday Sale in Draper next to Calabunga Bay. 12101 Factory Outlet Drive. That's 121st South Factory Outlet Drive. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 the zone.